Uncharted Podcast, Episode 6, Beginning Hiking and the Appalachian Mountain Club. And welcome to the Uncharted Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Burkhead, coming to you from Michigan. Today we have the great pleasure of talking with Chris Thayer, Director of North Country Programs and Outreach of the Appalachian Mountain Club. We're going to talk about beginning hiking and the Appalachian Mountain Club and what it's all about. Welcome to the Uncharted Podcast. And hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Uncharted Podcast, where we help you break down barriers that prevent you from exploring the uncharted. It's great to be talking with you again. Last time, we had a great pleasure of talking with our CEO, Alan Murray, about storytelling. If you didn't get a chance to hear that, I encourage you to listen. And uh, before that was the avalanche awareness. So we've been on a good roll, trying to get these out more than once a quarter now that uh, my schedule has kind of opened up for that and we can press forward with some of these topics that... We've been uh, kicking around, and one topic that we really wanted to delve into is beginning hiking, and we found a great point of contact to bring on to the show to help us understand a little bit more about how we can get started with hiking. So when I started preparing for this beginning hiking show, I reached out to the Appalachian Mountain Club because they are a great organization that is helping people connect to the outdoors in so many ways. I thought they would be a great organization to reach out to for the, this topic. And so they suggested that Chris Thayer, the director of North Country Programs and Outreach for the Appalachian Mountain Club, come onto the show. So we have the great pleasure of welcoming Chris to the show. Chris, are you there? Yeah. Hi, Joe. Great to join you and your listeners today. Yeah. And great to have you on the show again. Thank you for the time that you offered to us to talk about hiking today. And uh, just to get us started, if you would, if you could just uh, take a few moments. I know you do a lot for Appalachian Mountain Club and some other things in the community. If you can just take a brief moment and introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. Um, my name's Chris Thayer. I, I do work for the Appalachian Mountain Club based in uh, New Hampshire. AMC is a, uh organization that spans the East Coast from the Northeast down to the Mid-Atlantic region. And I... Uh, had the pleasure of working in uh, New Hampshire's White Mountain region, uh, f uh, farther in the northern part of the state, overseeing a uh, number of our uh, lodge operations as well as our uh, guided trips um, in the region. So, great. Obviously, the Appalachian Mountain Club itself. Um, we took a lot of interest into what what you all are doing with them. You know, such a great organization. For those that don't know, uh, if if there's anything about hiking or getting out into the outdoors that you want to delve into and explore Appalachian Mountain Club is a great great organization and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show but um, thanks again Chris for coming on the show and uh, being willing to talk with us about this you know one of our listeners um, out there chimed in and said we wanted to talk about hiking and so 
I kind of looked at that and thought, hey, you know, the more I thought about it, the more, and the more we looked at it, the more of a good idea it seemed to be to talk about this because, you know, frankly, it's just one of those skills that, uh, one of those things that you can do that just it gets you out in the outdoors, it gets you to see some great things. Some of my greatest memories growing up as a kid were going on hiking trips with my dad. He took me all over the place. He took me out to uh, the Appalachians, uh, <laughs> out, out where you're at, uh, Chris, and out to uh, Yosemite National yep. Park and up, you know, we, I grew up in Michigan, so we went all over Michigan, but um, Colorado, just some amazing places. That's, you know, I had a, I was fortunate enough to have a dad that um, really instilled in me, get, just getting out the door and going out and, you know, there's, there's, there's so much you can do that's like adrenaline rushes outside, but, you know, hiking is one of those things that I found it really, it's really important to, just soak it in, right? When you're out there, like it's, hiking is a great way to just enjoy the outdoors and to just to just take time to appreciate what's around you and and that and uh, you know what a, what a great activity this is. So um, I'm glad we have the opportunity to talk about this today. You know, we wanted to especially focus on how somebody could get started uh, if somebody hasn't done it before, and that's how the question came uh, from one of our listeners. Is you know I've been meaning to do hiking, but um, what are some pointers? What are some things that, that I can know for getting started? So that's the main thing we want to focus on today. And um, can't think of a better person to have on the show than you, Chris, for, for doing that. So um, to get started, what are, what are some of the, you know, I, what are some of the benefits that you found, Chris, in, in hiking and, and taking that up as an outdoors activity? Yeah, well, it's it's a great it's a great question uh, in terms of how to how to get started if you've never done it before, and uh, and you know there's lots of scientific evidence as, as a lot of your listeners probably know that time spent in the outdoors alone and with others um, is great not only for your physical health but also your mental mental health. Um, so even just getting outside for a short amount of time is worthwhile. And so much of what AMC does is, is involved with getting people into the outdoors, you know, whether that's on their own, whether that's with family and friends, um, or through some of our programs or some of the locations that we, that we host and manage. Um, and so from a standpoint of if you've never hiked before, and you might be worried about your fitness and how to get started, which is totally understandable, um, I often suggest, we often suggest just to start with walks around, uh, uh, where you live. Um, so take, take a look around, you know, your local park or maybe an interesting part of town, um, and, uh, and, and start there in terms of what, what your, uh, what your time and what your, um, physical shape allows you to do as a first venture, um, into the outdoors, um, and, uh, and stretching those legs. Yeah, that's great advice, you know, and you might you you might not want to go for your uh, you know, the 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 super long uh Mount McKinley hike right at the start, right? You might want to kind of build up to that and and do some things no, that are more local and Yeah, that's right. And I think yeah, keep it local for for starters. Um and uh, and that's true if you're also uh you know maybe getting your kids out with you or something you don't want to bite off more than you can chew um to use that analogy and uh and so if you're starting sort of on a local standpoint in in your local park or around town you can over time increase that distance and and you know and e- even that elevation of your of your walks as your body um gets stronger um so so it's all about sort of 
you know, just doing what you're comfortable doing and then um, building on that as you build your physical comfort and also your, your, uh, your, your mental, um, you know, abilities to sort of uh, um, take, to, to take on more, whether that's something in a, in a, um, a larger public land nearby or a drive distance. But I always encourage people to just look outside their, their, uh, their back door or their front door for starters. Yeah. And, you know, talking about benefits, I mean, you, you just brought up a few, uh, the, the mental, the health, uh, um, even the fitness uh, and and uh, just the, the scenery. And, and you also brought up going to local areas to get started. And you know, that's actually one of the benefits, because I found that as I go hiking, if I, as I if I look for something that's close by, I oftentimes just to go on a, a quick hike or whatnot, even if even it's just local. I find that there's some amazing places right in my back door, you know, right, right nearby that if it wasn't for hiking or just getting myself out the door to do something outdoors, I wouldn't have discovered that incredible place to, you know, right down the street or so. And, uh, you know, what, there's so many great, great places nearby to almost any of us listening probably. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, I really like that, that point of advice to, um, you know, get, get started with doing something local. Yeah, and, and it, uh, it becomes the ultimate scavenger hunt. I mean, for an organization like AMC and our website at outdoors.org, if, you know, if you live in the northeast or mid-Atlantic regions where, where we have, uh, our chapters and, and members and, and activities, you can find a lot of those great local walks and hikes, um, just on a website like outdoors.org for AMC. But the, you know, hiking clubs like this, uh, exist across the country. So drilling into those resources that are maybe already out there are a great place to start, um, in terms of, uh, you know, just, just what, what the asset is, um, right outside your door, um, to start with. You know, another thing that came to mind is with the benefits of hiking, you know, you, you can only get so much just driving through the car, right? I mean, just, if you go to some place and yep. you, 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 there's there's only so much you can see from <laughs> the comforts of your car or even a side a side stop and sure. whatnot, but hiking just takes you out into the out literally, literally into the outdoors and uh, some of the amazing scenery that just comes to mind over the years through hiking that uh, if it wasn't for just doing the simple thing of hiking, I, I would not ever have seen some of the amazing places that I've been able to see. And it's not always a long hike. Sometimes it's just, you know, a half mile or a mile, but, you know, it's up over that hill. It's around the corner or whatnot, but you, you won't see it from the car. You won't, you know, it's it, there. It really takes you to some amazing places. So I appreciate that about hiking as well. Yeah, and I think if you think, uh, Joe, of your quintessential sort of national park experience, if you think about how our, how national parks are designed and everything for the, the visitor, um, you know, there are statistics that show that a lot of people, you know, unfortunately don't really get out of their cars or these days off that park service bus. Um, um, and, and really reach beyond that. Um, but yet, um, those activities do exist. You know, that half mile, mile circuit, um, it does exist. And I think in the case of local parks and, and, and areas closer to home, it can be the best way to discover what you might be actually paying your taxes to support. Uh, and yeah. so why not, 
why not use them? Why not use them to your to your benefit um, and explore, uh, you know, what uh, what preserve or park might be right around the bend that uh, that, you know, you've been supporting through your public tax dollars. And now you get to uh, reap the benefits of uh, of, you know, that mental and physical wellness for yourself and your family and friends. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, something else uh, as a father now uh, having two kids uh, man, my, my kids love hiking. They just love, they'll just walk with me. And it, again, it's, they're, they're little, I mean, I have a six year old and a three year old, so they, they're not going on, you know, 200 mile hikes, but <laughs> they are, they, if I just get them out on the trail, uh, you know, they'll stop and look at, look at some leaves. They'll, they'll find some bugs, you know, they'll, they'll just be totally happy. I can see the change in them. And how much happier they get when I get them outside and, and experiencing something like that. And that's been some of our best uh, family memories as well and uh, some of the experiences we've had. So for the kids, too, you know, do it, if anything, do it for the kids. <laughs> so, Yeah, and I, I can share some of those the same experiences. I have two uh, older boys. And, uh, and for me, I mean, I've worked in... Um, for AMC for almost 30 years in this region. So you can imagine, okay, I've done some of these hikes over and over again, but the ability to go um, with someone with a fresh perspective like your kids, um, and particularly if they're younger, it allows you to to uh, see a view that you maybe otherwise didn't see um, the first time. It definitely allows you to hike slower and understand more um, and see more yeah. of what's beneath your feet and around you uh, that you might otherwise not have done as you were older and, and uh, you know, seeking that sort of end point or that summit peak. So hiking with kids could be a great way to ratchet down and actually improve your time in the outdoors for yourself and definitely for the whole family unit. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, so true. Okay, well, so we've talked a little bit about the benefits uh, of the hiking, and I'm sure we're going to continue hitting that along the way. But um, And we talked about you know yeah. getting started locally. Any other advice you have to our listeners as far as, you know, if if you're just now starting to get into your start, you want to you want to know you know how best to to start in this hiking activity. Any other advice you might have? Yeah, so we've talked a bit about sort of you know where you might go for a first you know adventure. You know, stay local and sort of explore those assets. I like to think about it so you know when you're ready to go on a hike, um, much like anything in life, it's good to sort of be prepared um, and think through a list of uh, of what you want to tackle, even if it's just that local walk um, for the afternoon with you and the kids or what have you. Um, that planning for your trip might include things like who's going with you. Um, so thinking about your kids and, and their needs, um, if you're going to bring the family pet, you know, the dog, uh, what um, what the dog might need, where you're going. Um, and in the case of that local park or, or other place, are there special rules or guidelines uh, that might be intended for the park or trail? Maybe they don't allow the family dog uh, to come. Yeah. Um, or um, maybe maybe there are, uh, you know, just rules and regs about parking, about um, dawn to dusk type activities. Um, just generally good to sort of uh, get a sense of, you know, where you're going and, and, uh, and to be prepared on that front. And then lastly, what you need to bring. Um, so that um, you have what you need to make it the ultimate um, uh, fun experience. Um, and, and that includes things like, uh, first and foremost, um, 
checking the weather um, and making sure you have some some layers that are appropriate for the uh, the potential weather there. If you stay local and if you have a flexible schedule, sometimes you can sort of you know check that weather and sort of say, ooh, you know, t- this afternoon might not be the day to go, but tomorrow looks a lot better for you know a first time out um, for me and and the kids and everything. So definitely checking that weather forecast. Um, um, to plan the, 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 the best adventure is, is, uh, is a good thing. Um, and, you know, and, and if you don't have access to a lot of outdoor gear, um, you know, watching that weather is even more important. Um, you know, if you, if you stay, if you plan that first adventure, um, uh, during warmer weather, like, you know, as we come into spring and summer, well, that's admittedly less gear than you'd otherwise need to do if you were going to go out a couple of months ago in the, in the, um, depth of, of winter and it's chill. Um, and that just is, uh, that's just a great thing to think about in terms of accessibility of, uh, you know, it's good to have a rain jacket, those types of things. But if you're sticking close to home and if you're mindful of the weather, um, you don't necessarily need to have a full you know, pack of gear ready for that, um, trip up Denali, as you mentioned earlier, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so those are good, those are good pieces to think about. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, one other thing that came to mind is, uh, as far as being ready is, uh, fitness and whatever the experience you're going to have, you got to be ready for that, you know, physically as well. And also, when you start talking about taking yourself from just having normal, well, normal, like, park experiences where it's more of a community park and now you're starting to hike more backcountry or hiking in um, longer distances and bigger terrain and so forth. It's always good, I think, to be prepared in the sense that um, somebody knows how to find you. Uh, tell, you know, tell somebody where you're going, what you're going to be doing and, uh, and make sure that um, yeah, there, there's a, you know, you, you don't just go and by yourself and, um, and just kind of disappear. <laughs> and as somebody that's done a lot of search and rescue, yeah. I, can, I can really stomp on that as far as how important that is and how much more quickly we can find you if we need to, if something happens, um, injury wise or whatnot. But, um, I, we're probably going to talk about this later, but you know, it's part of your gear is going to be being ready for in case something happens, um, you know, first aid and, and all that. But, uh, yeah, good, sorry, go ahead. So well, I was just going to say, just to sort of keep going down that list, you're exactly right as of, uh, you know, any trip sort of starts, uh, we have a program here in New Hampshire, uh, known as hike safe. And, and a, a piece of that is, uh, um, plan before you go, you know, leave that, that plan with someone, um, whether that's the short afternoon hike or something that's an all day adventure. Um, so they know what to expect, um, and when you might return and everything. Yeah. Um, I think the other pieces that I often think of in terms of, uh, people and their, and their first hikes and everything is, is to really think about, um, um, you know, whether you're going on an easier or moderate hike, um, the type of footwear you might need, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, if you're going to stick to a local park and everything, well, you know, hiking boots, you know, aren't necessarily needed as opposed to just sort of supportive athletic shoes. But as you, as you, uh, as you increase your, your adventure, um, and your, um, interest in going farther afield and maybe uh and maybe gaining an elevation you want to be mindful about um um supportive footwear that helps 
with more uneven trails than, let's say, gravel trails, you know, so the topography of, of the trail that you're intending to think about. Um, and, uh, and, you know, depending on where you live, um, there might be places where you can rent some of that gear, even boots, um, or access some of that gear so you can test that out, um, you know, try before you buy and invest um, and get sort of down the rabbit hole of sort of, oh, I need this and I need this, and suddenly you're, uh, you know, you're in deeper than uh, than maybe you, you thought you were going to be. Um, but uh, But in terms of other things that should be in that sort of pack, uh, definitely enough water and snacks for you or anybody that's also accompanying me, accompanying you. If you think about kids or if, uh, you know, encourage your friends to do likewise. One thing I always tell folks is, uh, a map of your, of your route, if one's provided, um, you know, you can often find that online when you're doing that pre-trip sort of research. Um, and, uh, and oftentimes at, uh, at trailheads, um, they'll provide those as well. Those are great because I know everybody's, uh, mindful and reliant on their phones, but um, the farther you get, the more technology is not going to be reliable. So having been someone that's uh, also been involved in search and rescue, uh, there's the comfort of actually having that paper map, whether that map is just showing the you know, the, the circuit in your local park or whether it's showing multiple trails in a broader public land that has trail junctions, those types of things, those are important. Um, along with that first aid kit you mentioned, Joe, um, so that you can take care of uh, um, some, some injuries, some common injuries, um, blisters, um, a scrape, a fall, um, anything more than that, hopefully that's combined with the knowledge that you're going to gain through a certification course. Um, for first aid, but there's some really good, um, just, you know, uh, basic first aid kits that are out there for bees, bites, stings, that kind of stuff. Um, and then as we're going into summer and spring, um, and thinking that comfort factor, um, always good to throw in some sun, sunscreen and sunglasses as the sun is increasingly becoming stronger. And, uh, and again, depending on your route, um, it's good to have, um, those items of protection and comfort in your pack too. Yeah, and uh, those of you listening to uh, that, what you're um, what you're describing, Chris, is uh, what I see on your website. The ten essentials, right? That's uh, that list that you're kind That's of right. going through yep. right now. Uh, I will post that link so yeah. that everybody can access. There's some great pointers on that, and and uh, some additional notes that I think it's it's worth if you're just getting started with hiking. This is a great kind of. I'm a pilot, so I love checklists. <laughs> so having a checklist yeah. can. Can right. Really yeah, be helpful. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'll post that, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, of all the things, you got to be hydrated. And you brought up, you know, summer coming now. Uh, if you're not hydrated, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that's just that's going to be a world of pain if you are getting in a situation where you need the water and you don't have it. <laughs> and uh, some of this other stuff is important. Yeah, dehydration. But... Dehydration can lead to other bigger emergencies that you just don't want to get to. So, yes. you know, if you take take care of the stuff that's easy to take care of like, you know, fuel fuel and fluids, um you'll uh you'll keep other things at bay um that uh, you know, that you don't want to don't want to have happen to you or anybody in your party. Yeah, in my mind, I mean, pretty much you protect yourself with hydration, you protect yourself from the elements, that's half the battle. 
uh, if you have enough, you know, clothing or right. shelter and, and that, and you have enough water, you can probably get through just about anything. <laughs> um, and then the rest is, yeah, is yeah that's right. Your, your comfort and your mm-hmm. ability to get around and move around, uh, you know, flashlight, map, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, this is a great list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post that and I appreciate you guys, uh, putting that out there. Um, so we'll make sure that's on our show notes for the, uh, the gear. You know, Good. another thing that I think comes in really handy when you're getting started with anything, but, and, and hiking is one of them, but, uh, somebody else to help you along. If, if you, uh, you know, you don't have to do it by yourself. Uh, that's, that's one thing that, in, that can really help get started with just about any activity that, that you're involved in. If you do happen to have, you know, ask around your friends, your, your family, there might be somebody, you know, that does hiking and, you know, and rather than just try to do it all on your own and figure it all on your own, uh, somebody can probably help you with that. Um, if you're lucky enough to have somebody that, you know, and if you don't know, um, there's clubs out there too, right? So, um, have you, have you found any, any, uh, you having experiences with that or seen people get started and having somebody kind of help them along and, um, oh sure. Yeah, and that's and that's really the roots of, you know, our organization AMC, you know, as as a hiking club and and you're exactly right, Joe. I mean, a great way to learn hiking skills and and frankly meet new people is through groups like AMC and and a whole host of others that exist across the country. So, you know, AMC in in our region here in the Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic, we have 12 chapters from Maine all the way down to Washington, D.C., where we have volunteers and members that host thousands of local outdoor activities each year. So becoming a part of those communities can make it easier for someone who, you know, if you think about someone who just moved, uh, let's say, into Philadelphia um, and can get affiliated with their, you know, local AMC chapter in that region, um, to get involved in hiking or continue a passion for hiking, what a great way to sort of, you know, become of a part of a community of, of uh, fellow enthusiasts where you have that support and companionship from others. If you live in a different part of the U.S. Um, or, or even another country, um, you know, it's the beauty of the, uh, the web these days. You can look for hiking groups on Meetup or, um, or by otherwise searching online. Um, they're, you know, the AMC, the Sierra Club out west, um, is certainly uh, is is a great example of that, and uh, and it's it's a great example of sort of what we do as a mission with our organization of those those thousands of activities, um, you know, reaching our nearly hundred thousand member base um, on an annual basis, and so much of it is the camaraderie and sort of joining others in their outdoor pursuits like hiking. Yeah, and if you're just getting started with hiking, if you're thinking about doing it and you haven't done much when it comes to the outdoors or hiking, I think you'll find that as you reach out to any one of these clubs in your area, wherever you happen to be, that whoever's involved is just is just going to be completely welcoming and and just more than happy to help you along and give you some good advice and and uh you know welcome you into their organization or or whatever events their activities they have i've i've just found the outdoor community to be just such a such a solid awesome group of people to be involved with and uh you really learn a lot from from uh all these outdoor enthusiasts all around us so um, and your, your website, uh, yeah, that's, Chris, uh, that, that's, uh, outdoors.org, right? For the Appalachian Mountain Club? That's right. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, wealth of resources from trip planning to, um, the lodges and huts we operate, um, to a lot of, uh, you know, activities and just the, the whole rest of our 
piece of our mission related to conservation advocacy. Um, so, you know, people's interest in in advocating and protecting the, um, their special places, and those can be those local parks we talked about, or broader um, public landscapes and uh, and conservation issues. So, uh, so a lot going on at AMC, um, and a lot going on at a lot of these types of uh, groups and clubs. Um, but it's all sort of centered around that that human human connection uh, to the outdoors, um, and it's great to see. I mean, I uh, I grew up much like you did, sort of with the with the family connections in the outdoors, but I will admit that, you know, everybody starts as a beginner. I mean, really, I mean, I don't think anybody really starts it as an expert and even having sort of hiked and been involved in this career for 30 years, I have some amazing stories of, you know, family and some, some, some adventures that were almost misadventures because of the lack of a plan B or, or something like that, that, uh, that we all, that my relatives and I all look back on and sort of say, geez, you know, good thing, you know, we know now what we didn't know then. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've, uh, I'm still learning to this day. I'll tell you, I just, every time I go out, I feel like I've, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I, I forgot to bring this or, <laughs> oh, I should have thought about this. And, That's right. um, you know, one, one thing, uh, one thing that came up recently is, you know, I've, I do a lot of instruction along these lines with outdoors activities, outdoor skills. And I, I ended up, um, you know, just not taking my own advice to get off the mountain earlier in the morning. And this, if, if you start going into the mountains, you sure. know, that's one yeah. thing you absolutely, you're talking about hiking safety issues. That's one thing you definitely want to do is get an early start and get off the mountain by like lunchtime. Because if you don't, here comes those thunderstorms and other weather that you really don't want to be into. It can be yeah. life-threatening in some cases. So, um, you know, I just had a miserable day because <laughs> of not taking my own advice and getting off the mountain earlier in the day. And there yeah. it was. So, you know, we're always learning. And, and so don't be intimidated. Um, if you're just getting started, uh, don't be intimidated by all this. Uh, there's, like we said, there's, there's people to help you. There's, it, it, there's, there's things to learn and, and we, we all, you know, are, are kind of learning as we go. So, um, that's just, that's part of the adventure of it all. That's part of, part of why we love it, I think, is that, uh, there's always something to learn too. There's always something to improve on and, uh, and, and kind of that next step too. There's always, you know, that, that, that longer hike or that taller mountain or <laughs> that, that place we really want to get to, yeah. but the only way that's to right. get there is to hike to it and, uh, it's on our bucket list. So there's, there's just so much you can do with hiking. I'm, I'm so excited about, about it. And, uh, yeah. Um, so we, we talked about the, uh, 10 essentials, the gear, how to get started, uh, people that can help you along the way. Any other advice you have, Chris, uh, anything that we missed in, in our discussion here? Well, I think, um, I mean, you know, here we are sort of talking, uh, as at the tail end of winter heading into spring, summer, um, you know, I, I think it goes without saying that, and I might have mentioned this earlier that, uh, um, you know, if you're, you know, you're going to test the waters and get out there and sort of stretch your legs and, and begin hiking, there's no better time than the coming, uh, warm months to do that in. Much better to sort of, uh, test what's out there in warmer months than colder months because of the equipment, as I mentioned earlier, but also just the terrain, the topography, even the length of the day, as you noted, Joe, um, you know, we're going into longer days here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that just provides a, uh, you know, really a safer sort of outdoor platform to sort of test that first walk and hike, 
um, and not be, uh, um, and then you can, you know, you can build those experiences over time and think as you were, you know, saying, Joe, um, what went well, what didn't, so you can apply what went well to the next time. And that next time can be a hike that's maybe a mile longer or a hike that's maybe a thousand feet higher or a hike that's uh, maybe 10 degrees colder or 20 degrees colder and sort of you, you incrementalize that. I've, I've often seen people up in, in our neck of the woods here who just sort of, you know, they go all in because they read an article and sort of understandably they want to, they want to do that adventure. Well, you know, that adventure might be, you know, biting off just a bit too much. Um, to chew, uh, you know, up in our neck of the woods here, uh, Mount Washington is a, is a, uh, pinnacle sort of peak to, uh, highest peak in the Northeast to, to hike. And I don't know how many times I've heard, you know, folks sort of say, well, this is my first time hiking and I really wanted to tackle the big one. Well, my advice, whether it's themselves or their hiking group is don't start with the big one. Um, start with a small one yeah. and, uh, and, and feel, feel good about the accomplishment of having, you know, tackled that first hill or that smaller peak um, and, uh, and, and live to, to walk a, another day um, for another adventure. And so I just think about sort of the, the continuum that is hiking and the adventure that's always hiking and taking it in, in, in bite-sized doses. I practice that just as I um, get involved um with gain, you know, getting back out in a vigorous way in the summer. I'll often start by doing, you know, shorter walks to get back into that sort of, you know, running shape so that I'm ready to sort of do those longer excursions or even longer backpacks without just jumping in, um, you know, full cloth if I haven't done it in six to eight months. Um, and it's true with, you know, really any activity, but, uh, but certainly true with hiking. Yeah, and I think hiking is one of those activities where it, when you think about it, especially if you haven't done it a lot, you think, oh, it's just a walk. It's going to be easy. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing right. worse yeah. than, you know, having just, you know, scaled up this, you know, what looked like a small hill <laughs> when you started. <laughs> but you've been walking up and up and up, and now you're your uh, calf is like starting to get a get a cramp and and now you're like you're you're already so far into it you're in but now you're in pain because you weren't ready Uh, not that that's happened to me uh (laughs) so like i said we're all learning right right? right, so uh but yeah i mean if that that physical preparedness and taking it step by step and being ready for what what you want to accomplish that's that's golden advice I, i i agree with you there well, and, and here's the thing, you know, we all know that when we have a bad first experience, and this is true with hiking, it can be just that much tougher to convince yourself or even those who might have gone with you, hey, let's try it again. <laughs> you dragged with you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so why not sort of, why not think that through and sort of not, you know, uh, overestimate, but instead almost underestimate and sort of say that was terrific and next time I'm going to, do a little bit more without having some colossal, and this is true, you know, especially when you're hiking with kids is be really mindful of just, are they having fun? And just mm-hmm. because you want to make it to the end point of the destination doesn't mean you, you know, your three-year-old will be able to do that. And their biggest adventure might just be doing 
half of the trail and they might be happy with that. And that's what everybody should be happy with at the end of the day so that they want to do it with you and be in the outdoors again for the next hiker adventure, whenever that comes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, give yourself enough time too to, to, I, that's one thing I've noticed is I, I tend to be somebody that I, I want to cram in a whole bunch of stuff in a, in whatever limited amount of time from work that I get. And, when it comes to sure. hiking, I've found that it often takes more time than what you think you need, um, because you see something cool, or you want to, you want to, you know, you want to take a break, you want to rest, uh, you know, you, there's just all these things that can come up along the way as you're going, and if you don't leave yourself enough time, um, even if you can, just kind of push through it and go fast. Well, you might as well be in a car now because you're just blazing through everything and you're not able to enjoy, you know, the whole reason why you came, you know, is to enjoy the scenery and the the experience of it all. And, and now you're just kind of, you know, running or, or, <laughs> you know, just, which is fun in and of itself for some people. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, what I'm saying it, it just give yourself enough time to, to really, uh, enjoy the experience and keep it enjoyable. Like you were saying, and not, you know, turn it into some kind of, like everybody's miserable now. Cause we're all like pushing so hard to get through this and, and we have to be back to our car at a certain time. And, you know, and, and now it's just kind of, a, a, you have to do it rather than just enjoying it. Yeah. It's going to be harder to convince yourself, let alone your group to do it again, you know, yeah. to try it again, to try another adventure. The other piece of time too, that you reminded me of is um is so often some of my best adventures to um to pretty popular hikes um locally and um have started earlier in the day and that allows that time that you talk you talk about you know um the the full day adventure but it also allows you to get out on the trail earlier than probably most likely um a lot of the uh uh the folks that are going to join you out on that on that trail. So yeah. if you're looking to sort of, um, you know, beat the crowds, if you will, mm-hmm. um, there's, there are a couple of good reasons to start early. One is to beat the crowds and the other is to just have more time. Um, and, uh, you know, from a safety aspect, but also from a planned adventure aspect. So, uh, so that can be important on a number of levels. Yeah, absolutely. And when you do that too, I found the scenery is just amazing. Those sunrises or, you know, just those, that, that first part of the morning. Right. Yeah. More there's, chances there's for wildlife. Wildlife. Yeah. There's yeah. more birds chirping. Everything is just, uh, so much more. It seems so much more alive when you're out there and before every, before everybody gets, uh, all the animals get scared off and, you know, everything kind of changes, which it does, um, in those mornings. So yeah, that's, that's a good point too. I appreciate that. Um, anything else, Chris? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I just think it's, you know, your listener had that great question. And, and, you know, as you said, Joe, I mean, so often those of us who've been hiking for a while, it's like, well, what do you mean? You know, how do you get, you know, started hiking? And, but for someone like me who works for an organization where that's our bread and butter, you know, is, is engaging people in the outdoors wherever they are. Um, and, uh, it's, it's terrific to see, um, that interest because it just leads to just a, a whole, um, I think, you know, just based on personal experience, I feel better after taking, you know, a, a hike or taking a short walk in the woods. And, uh, and that's true, you know, both in that physical sense, but also that mental sense. And, uh, and that's true for my kids. They're more relaxed at home at the end of the day after, uh, you know, exhausting themselves in the outdoors, um, on a good, on a good walk or, or hike. And, uh, so, 
So the more more folks who are interested in doing it with the resources we've talked about and, and that we provide at outdoors.org through the Appalachian Mountain Club, uh, we're happy to do it. And we're happy to uh, see those folks on the trail enjoying uh, these views and natural wonders that we're so lucky to have across this country, not just in our region, but uh, as I travel, you know, uh, um, I know that there's, uh, uh, you know, great spots out in your neck of the woods and beyond for sure. Yeah, well, that's that's all great advice, Chris. And I, uh, gosh, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing that wealth of knowledge with us, and um, for everything that you're doing, uh, everything that Appalachian Mountain Club does to to help uh, all of us, you know, explore the uncharted, explore the outdoors. And uh, man, such such great things you guys are up to. Um, before I cut you loose. Chris, um, I also wanted to ask, uh, just kind of in, just good good way to wrap up this discussion. Um, if you have a favorite experience from hiking that you can share with us, something that really got you um, excited about hiking, and something that you look back and wow, that was such a great hiking experience that you could share with us. Well, I have something that's sort of more recent, and and it'll go to my kids, and for for any listeners that out there that have. Um, kids that, you know, are obviously at multiple ages. And, and I remember when my boys were sort of born, I was sort of like, okay, there's four years in between them. How am I going to sort of navigate sort of one on one activity spectrum and one on another, you know, in terms of their, their pace, you know, and their ability to sort of, you know, go on these adventures and hiking. Um, and, and I have to tell you that, uh, um, for me, it's great because, uh, I can in the span of a, a week, I can be doing sort of a, you know, a, a bit a bit longer of a hike and excursion with my older son, who's now 13, who outpaces me um, <laughs> in the woods and everything, and and you know, and almost sort of hold on to his belt, you know, his his backpack loops as he's going, um, and then differently with my with my now nine year old, who uh, you know is is increasing his speed, but goes goes at a slower pace, and and the difference for me is great because. It grounds me a little bit in terms of, um, you know, kids' abilities, people's abilities, but also just the, the notion of, uh, stop and smell the flowers. You know, I, I have, you know, one kid who's all about sort of checking off the, the hikes and checking off the summits. And I have another kid who just thinks the coolest thing is what he finds in the brook that's right along the trail. And the variety of that for me, who's hiked for decades, is just sheer payoff in and of itself. And to be able to do that with, uh, you know, two boys that I'm raising is even better. Um, so that's what comes immediately to mind um, that I've been relishing these days um, and these these years growing up with these boys because, as anybody knows, as a parent, they grow up fast. Um, and uh, and so you want to sort of take advantage take advantage of those experiences, and there's no better way to do that than time spent in the outdoors. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I, you know, if I had to ask myself the same question, there's, 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 there's a, there's a lot of experiences come to mind. One of them is, uh, walking, well, hiking up the kind of the backside of the Tetons. You can, uh, you can hike up mm-hmm. to, to the backside of these, these amazing mountains. If anybody that hasn't been to the Tetons yet, uh, you know, over there in Jackson, Wyoming area you've got to go is one of the most amazing places on earth and I just remember just hiking up the backside with my dad and and you know it it was a pretty long hike but 
we ended up camping up there and overnight the weather was just perfect there was no no chance of any kind of weather coming through and it was just amazing and we were up there at night um and we were able to walk around to the front side the east side of the ridge and at night and see Jackson down there way beneath us and then the stars. Oh my gosh. There were so many stars. Yeah. I have never seen that many stars in my life. It was amazing just how, how amazing the scenery is just out of this world. And, uh, I still remember like I was standing there yesterday, just looking at the stars, looking at the lights of the city and being up above the city, almost like you're flying in a plane and, and it was just, just, just incredible. And, uh, you know, that's another thing about hiking, man. You get, you get into the back country and places when you're hiking, the stars are just incredible. So if you're an astronomy hack, uh, there's another reason right there to do hiking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that, that, that came that's to right, mind. Right, was really yeah. a, a impressionable moment in me, in my, uh, teenage years. And it really stuck with me and, and, part of the reason I still go hiking today just because of that one experience. So, um, if you're out there listening, you're thinking about doing it. There's no reason to not get started. There's, there's people out there that will help you. Uh, people like Chris and his Appalachian mountain club. And if you're not near in their neck of the woods over the Appalachians in the East side of the country, or you're somewhere else, there's plenty of people out there that can help you. And, uh, certainly over here at Uncharted, we're, we're all about breaking down those barriers and helping you explore the uncharted. So if there's anything we can do, just give get in touch with us. Give us an email at podcast at uncharted.net. Um, you know, you can get on our site and you can connect with people there too, as you know, and, um, get, just make a commitment to get out there and explore the uncharted and, uh, that we will do everything we can to help you as will people like Chris and uh, many others across the world, wherever you are at. Um, just do something to get started with that today. I encourage you to do that. So, um, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. For uh, Thank you again, um, the whole Appalachian Mountain Club, everybody who is involved with that as well, uh, for everything that all of you do to help people explore the outdoors. It's, uh, it's a great thing you're all up to, and we can't thank you enough for that, and thank you enough for coming on the show. Well, great. Thanks, Joe. Great to talk to you, and thanks for uh, having me a part of the, uh, the podcast. Absolutely. And just to reiterate, if anybody wants to get involved with Appalachian Mountain Club and uh, get in touch with Chris, you can reach out to uh, the outdoors.org website. And they have, just looking at their site in front of me right now, they have tons of resources and training and adventure, all the things that uh, Chris was talking about to help you get out and explore the outdoors. Um, so I encourage you to visit them. And uh, if you don't happen to be in their area, there's plenty of other organizations out there that will help you as well. And I uh, encourage you to do that. So um, thanks again, Chris. Come back on the show anytime. It was great to have you. It's all right. Thanks, Joe. Take care. You too. All right. So moving on with the rest of our show, we just talked with Chris. One thing he brought up is how it can help to really get out in the morning to have a better experience with hiking and how it can be such a enriching experience to do that, to be up in the morning and and seeing the wildlife and beating the crowds and all, all that. For today's quick audio break, the listen portion of the show, I have a recording from my own backyard <laughs> where I went out for a hike. I have have some land and some forest in my backyard, which is a great change for us in our family to be able to have that right, right as we go out into our, our back door. But anyways, I went out there and just did some recording because of the amazing, um, amazing things that you're able to hear 
uh, everything from the sandhill cranes and the birds chirping and just the just the amazing sounds that you can hear when you get out there early in the morning and wake up with the birds. So without further ado, I'm just going to let you listen to that for a quick break, and I'll be right back. For the gear up section of the show, I wanted to briefly review those 10 essentials of gear that the Appalachian Mountain Club recommends that you have if you're going out hiking. It is available, that list of 10 essentials is available on the website at Appalachian Mountain Club. It's a pretty lengthy link, so instead of reading off a very lengthy link, I'm just going to post the link on our show notes and you can go to that. And of course, you can Google it, the 10 essentials Appalachian Mountain Club, and you'll probably get it. Uh, but just to briefly review, uh, and we talked about most of this on the show, so I'm just going to go through it real quickly. Number one, map and compass and GPS for navigation. Number two, extra water and a way to purify it, so your hydration. Number three, food and for your nutrition. Number four, lighters, matches, fire starter for your fire. Number five, a flashlight for illumination. Six, first aid kit. Seven, knife or multi-purpose tool. Eight, waterproof wind gear and extra clothing. Nine, sunscreen, ski goggles and sunglasses or lip balm. And ten, a tarp, bivy sack or emergency blanket. So that's what they're recommending as the ten essentials. And again, I'll post that link on our website so you can access that on our show notes. And uh, good, good, good pointers there. All, all things that I typically have in my gear when I go out. Um, even if it's for a short hike, I will typically have just about all of that. And you can pack all that into a very small pack, uh, and it shouldn't take a whole lot of uh, weight and a whole lot of space to fit all that in. So, in fact, the heaviest part is probably your water, which is, as we discussed, one of the most important parts of what, one of the most important things you need to bring with you. So that's the gear up section. Last and not least, for the Explorer Voice section, I wanted to give a shout back out to Alan Murray, who was just on the show last episode talking about storytelling. And we never got around to this, but this was a while back, but I wanted to highlight this. This is a pretty cool hiking experience since we just talked about hiking. This is a pretty neat 
activity uh, hike across Delaware. How often can you say you were able to hike across an entire state in one day? <laughs> well, that's what this is all about. Uh, Alan went out and explored the 24th hike across Delaware back in November of 2018, and he uh, shared his experience with this 15-mile hike that started in Battery Park in Delaware City, Delaware, in the morning, and then uh, they ended up hiking across the whole state, basically. It's a, kind of a cool experience, a great thing that he posted there. So, you know, we're talking about getting into hiking and meeting people and all that. Um, this was a neat little thing. This is uh, done by the Wilmington Trail Club. So this is an easy, uh, you know, no no, uh, no pressure kind of thing and uh, kind of a conversation starter, I think, if you ever get the chance to do it and you can talk to people, Hey, you know, I, I hiked across an entire state once and then they find out it's Delaware. <laughs> but, uh, what a great, what a great, um, thing to do there. So just a shout out to Alan. Thanks for sharing that on the website. You can uh, see that under the Explorer section of the uncharted website. And to wrap up the show, just a couple uncharted news items. First of all, if you want to get in touch with us again, you can do that by emailing us at podcast at uncharted.net. Any ideas, any experiences you have that you want to share, if you want to come on the show, if there's uh, something that you want to post on the website and share with us, by all means, send in whatever you have. You can send that to our email again at podcast at uncharted.net. We'd be happy to hear from you. Coming up in the future, we have some episodes in the works. We have the Adapting to a New Culture episode that is coming due soon. Stay tuned for that. For any of you out there who are having experiences exploring the Uncharted, you want to share your photos, your stories, your tips, your advice, by all means, share them on our website. You can go to uncharted.net. You can sign up to become an explorer and share your heart's content away. And it's a space where you can put all of your best content, anything that you want to share with the world, with your friends, with your family. You can do that on your own profile on uncharted.net. And of course, um, you know, we'd be happy to, happy to see any, anything that you can share with us. And that's our show for today. Hope you really enjoyed our discussion about hiking. Keep getting out there and exploring the uncharted. Enjoy the journey as you go and talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.